Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah, man? I'm good, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Doing good on this beautiful, uh, what are we recording? This is a Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, and we are recording uh, a wonderful podcast today, episode 152 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, HomeAway, Turo, Lyft, all that share economy stuff podcast. Mostly, you know, mostly we do short term rentals, but, you know, we do a lot of stuff, a lot of real estate. We got a lot of heavy hitters coming through here. But today is a you and me ep and we're going to crush it, I think. Yes, sir. We uh, <laughs> had two big heavy hitters, so we definitely... Yeah. Julie George was on on episode 150. That was a great one. Yep. And uh, Alvin. Alvin was on last yeah last week. Man, we got some yeah. Millionaires we, are coming through LLT. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? Millionaires are coming through, and hey, maybe we'll score our first billionaire. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get Grant on. Undercover <laughs> billionaire, right? Mm. Uh, but we'll yeah, Grant. man. I'll go ahead. We'll get Grant on or. Or maybe like a group of nerds that invested heavily in GameStop. I mean, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Man, I missed that train. Like, everybody in my job was talking about that. They are like, hey, did y'all get on the GameStop? I was like, man, I missed that one. Yeah, I missed that one. I don't, I don't even know how that one came about, but it did. Like, from, from what, yeah, you know the little backstory behind it? No, 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 what happened? All right, well, there's these big, um, I guess these evil, they call them evil hedge funds that go after, like, struggling businesses and they short them. Mm. so yeah so they were shorting gamestop pretty heavily and I, the nerds found out about it you know don't f with don't f with nerds man so they did a big old reddit thing everybody go out and buy as much gamestop stock as you can let's check this price up and so it's been going up ever since man and like thousands of percent and these these guys these companies that are shorting it are losing their asses man they're losing billions of dollars because they were expecting it to go down it's called like a short squeeze what they did to it I don't know. A short squeeze. So they're they're doing something to inflate the price big time, which is screwing all the the, all of the shorters out there, all the evil shorters that want these businesses to fail so they can make a lot of money. And um, so, yeah, a lot of a lot of these nerds made a lot of money off of it. So I don't know how it's going to how it's going to pan out, because, I mean, there's no freaking reason that GameStop's stock should be two hundred and forty dollars a share. There's no reason. I mean, who just buy, buys everything online nowadays? You don't need to go yeah. to the store. right? That's true. Man. And it's but, crazy. Speaking of stocks, the Airbnb stock, I, I remember I sold everybody. I think it's going to hit below 100 by March. And man, it ain't looking like it. So no, it's. Oh, right place, right time thing, man. I know. I, I, luckily, I still have a bunch of shares in it, but I was like, dang, well, I guess it might. I don't know. You think it could hit 200? You know, I think I think it It reminds me of how, how Facebook got in. Like, they started, they, I mean, they became super popular right when the advent of the iPhone came along, right? Mm-hmm. So it was able to get their app, which was kicking, you know, they were already beating MySpace's ass, but they were, they were able to get their app, <clears throat> and get it on these phones while everybody was switching to smartphones. And, and one of the apps, you know, the big app, the main app to get was Facebook. And it just like exploded because of that. And I kind of think um, it's, it's the same way with, with people or are, are this COVID thing kind of <laughs> helped along mm-hmm. uh, Airbnb in a way, because people are like, man, we're going to go somewhere. We're going to go somewhere close by or go somewhere in state. And we're going to stay in all in the same house together. So we won't be out doing crazy. So they're doing like these family vacations yep. and, and a lot of people are using Airbnb. And then a lot of people are discovering how to rent out their places on Airbnb. And they made it so simple. Their app, you can't, you can dog on Airbnb all you want, but they got the best software out there, man. Hands down. That, I mean, you just, I mean, you, anybody that's never even used a smartphone before could figure out how to list their place in like 10 minutes. You know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. You bring up, seeing you bring up two very important things. Go ahead. We go, go ahead and finish though. No, that's what I think. They, I mean, they, they make this user-friendly app that everybody has on their cell phones now and um, they could, you could rent a place really easy and they put it like there, Hey, you want to be a host? Boom. Click here and you can put your space on there. And people are like, Oh wow, I could do this. You know? And you look at, shit, look at Facebook, all the Facebook groups, everybody's doing this. I said, pretty soon everybody will have, will have some kind of rental on Facebook in the whole freaking world. That's true. That's true. And that's why you gotta uh, you you gotta you gotta have value, you know. You gotta have value. But 
you brought up two very important things. You talked about how easy it is and why, it, and that's why I think it crushes other people. So, you know, I, I hopped on PeerSpace. I listed all my places on PeerSpace. I haven't got any reservations yet, but the only issue with PeerSpace I'm running into, back to why Airbnb is king, because now they didn't implement iCal links, unless I'm missing it. I have a call with them in the next few days. They implemented Google Calendar links. I'm like, why wouldn't you just do the iCal like everybody else makes it easy? But mm. that's one thing I'm running into. But I'm like, the simplicity of Airbnb is what makes it so powerful to people. You know, it's very simplistic. Um, and then what else did you say? You said something. Oh, yeah. You talked about how easy it is to rent out your place. So I got a call early today uh, on my business, on my, um, my share BNB phone. I have a share BNB number. I got a call on it. I always answer it because people reporting stuff. Usually it's people trying to rent things like that. And there was a guy trying to rent and he was trying to rent one of my places. And he was like, I was like, he was like how long? You, I'm like, how long are you trying to lease it for? He goes about a year. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, uh, he was like, well, my lease is coming up. So I, I was like, so when do you want to go ahead and move in? He goes, I said, it's not available till March. He goes, my lease is coming up in March. Then like we started talking a little bit. I was asking him where, he from, where he's from. He said he was from North Carolina. Then like five minutes into the conversation, he just goes, okay, I want to be up front with you. Can I put your place on Airbnb? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm a corporate housing company myself. And I'm like, man, do you, do you need help with, uh, I said, I have things to help you get a better pitch, man. Cause his pitch was horrible. And, uh, cause he was like, he acted like he was moving out of his place. Then he comes in. Now he's like, well, I want to Airbnb your place. It was just like, man, it was a horrible pitch. So, I was like, man, I can help you with your pitch. And he was just like, oh, well, no, no. If you don't want to let me Airbnb it. And he was like, I wanted it because it's fully furnished. And I thought I could B&B it. I'm like, no, I'm going to let you do that. But that is a move right there going after furnished rentals. But go ahead. Dude, that is a move. And, and it's funny you should say, you should say that because, uh, you know, I, I placed um, that rental in Fort Worth. That, you know, I'm doing renting out travel nurses and stuff. And I, and I made a listing on, on Facebook Marketplace. And, you know, I got a few, you know, question you know uh, interested people here and there but this one girl this young sister like really young she's like i don't know barely 20 or something and she um she just straight up says hey um do you sublease and i was like uh why why are you asking she goes oh i'm just looking for places that i can put on airbnb and i was wondering if i could rent yours and then put it on airbnb i mean like i said terrible sales pitch she didn't come in she didn't break it with nothing you don't start off with that and I was like, oh, okay, okay. Now, you know, so, you know, Fort Worth kind of cracked down. I said, it used to be an Airbnb. Fort Worth cracked down on us, and we can't do Airbnb there no more. That's why I turned it into a corporate rental. But um, I said, if you're interested in learning about this stuff, you know, I have a podcast. You know, I sent her the podcast. Thing. Oh, yeah, 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 I want to learn. I sent a podcast link, and I told her, you know, this is what you need to do. I said, let me know. I said, I'm looking for some more in Dallas right now if I find something, you know. And I, yeah, I just started trying to make a connection, you know, because there's a lot of young hustlers out there. <laughs> but I, i've noticed that i mean even the old folks at work hey i wonder if i can airbnb my blah 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 and like you just like it's be it's becoming like i said facebook everybody everybody does facebook you know nothing even comes close well now you know we get instagram and all that shit but instagram is owned by facebook but um yeah. but anyways um yeah it's becoming it's it's a it's a thing it's like like Kleenex, you know, it's the Kleenex is a tissue paper, but it's everybody. It's a Kleenex, right? Body you know? and, and then um, it's just like becoming like a, a name. You, oh, I'm going to Airbnb. I'm going to Airbnb a place. I'm going to go get an Airbnb. They're not saying I'm going to go get a short term rental. Yeah. They're saying Airbnb. It's the fuck. It's the yeah. name. Straight up, man. It's the household name. Like, so yeah, what... it's crazy. Like a lot of people are really going after the furnished rentals. And it's like time like this when people just have a lot of time, bro. They'll like, especially young people, like you said, these young hustlers, they got time on their hands. They ain't going to work. COVID's got shit shut down. So might as well call and get my hustle on, you know? And I was on clubhouse the other day. You remember when I was trying to get those next gen homes? Uh-huh. People like this is back to people having time. Uh, somebody actually came on there and asked a question about the next gen homes. And she was like, I want to get a next gen home and Airbnb. And I was like, yeah, you can't really do it. The HOAs shut you down, but, you know, people mm. have the time to invest in themselves. And that's what I would tell anybody right now. You got time, invest in yourself. That's a fact. Exactly. And, and the, the, now that you mentioned that, I mean, the way it's becoming like this huge, you know, juggernaut of a company. Now they got all this influx of money from the stocks and stuff. I mean, who knows? Some of these communities might be changing their tune and saying, hey, we can make we can make extra money doing this. You know, it could help out the cities, this and that. 
you know, do it in a respectful way. They might, they might. Right now, it, it, before that, it was just, oh, what's this Airbnb thing? This thing, this thing's evil. Is you know destroying everything. Mm-hmm. But post COVID, maybe they're going to position themselves in a good spot to you know make some good strong connections and say you know help community. It might, it might become like a, a it might become a, a selling point for new houses since they're so freaking expensive. You know. You know what though? It's funny that that's kind of what I'm the pitch I'm using for in Arkansas because you know I, I just um, we pretty much we just got approved for an arbitrage down there. And it was in, it's not in a bad neighborhood, but it's in a neighborhood that people don't take advantage of. And it's right by the hospital, right? So people don't mm. take advantage. So I pitched it, you know, I pitched a tour. It was an immediate yes, because I, I, I have a perfect pitch template. I might put it on my link tree for people on Instagram. Uh, but I sent her my pitch template. I talked to her first. I told her, hey, we're a corporate housing company. We're just looking to uh, add on some more units. We have a bunch of traveling nurses. We have nurses right now that we can't, we can't place them because we don't have any places available. So I sent, told her, and then I showed her my pitch deck, which has the Airbnb clause in it, saying, hey, we will put on Airbnb for vacancies. Uh, but I got approved or whatever. And it's just in an area that it's in, it's not just a great area. It's an okay area, but it's areas that people don't take advantage of. And that's a huge thing. If you can go into areas where you can start getting Airbnbs by the block, man, it, it'll really help. Because I'm also trying to get another Airbnb, two Airbnbs, across the street from one of my houses down there. One is an arbitrage one that I'm trying to buy. So <laughs> I love yeah. it, man. Yeah, man. That's awesome. And you and you know what else was like an indicator that the tide is is kind of turning a little bit. Plus plus that might I don't know, like kind of like you know when they say when you hear when you hear your your when they said back in the day your cab driver giving you stock tips you know it's time to get out of the stock market it's kind of <laughs> like when you're well now you'd say your uber driver but um but one thing that kind of like I was like oh oh crap what's going on here i think it was someone that was um it might have been on the host of airbnb automated or one of those or out, you know airbnb university whatever the hell on facebook pay, facebook groups and this this one guy said hey i got I got 20 units over here in, in SoCal that I want 20 arbitrages mm-hmm. that, that I'm going to, that I'm, I'm going to sell for $10,000 each. And you should have seen all the people. Oh, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm interested. So he don't even own these fucking places, right? <laughs> these are just arbitrages that he furnished and he signed a lease with, and he's going to flip them and sell them to other people. There's a market for that. Yes. Remember when we talked about that a while ago? We, I, it was a long time. I mean, we have so many episodes. But I remember we talked about that. We were like, will there ever be a market for people to just go buy arbitrages? And I think COVID opened that market up. You know yeah. what I mean? Because people are like, fuck it, I'm jumping ship. You know, there's some people that jump ship. But um, my qu- would you buy an arbitrage business? See, that's, that's the mm-hmm. question. I mean, because, well, you, you got to look into his financials. Because he said, oh, yeah, they've been 95% booked, blah, blah, blah. Does he have them at a super cheap rate where it's not really making profit? You know, is his is his uh, monthly lease like two thousand five hundred a month? Is he like you know? There's all these questions, yeah, no. you know, because you're not really buying nothing. You're you're just kind of you're taking over a lease and yeah. paying paying you're paying money to take over a lease and some used furniture. So it just depends. It depends if it makes sense on paper. Yeah, it'd be great. You know, it'd be a good deal to buy it. Yeah. See, and also I look at it like this: in Southern Cal, ten k might be kind of cheap for an arbitrage, you know, to start one up. I mean, to, to just get it fully turnkey, that might be kind of cheap. Yeah, but are there are there laws against it in certain spots where you don't know? You got to check that yeah. out too. Maybe that's why he wants to hop out. See, exactly. Laws. Is Cal- Remember, California was just shut down, so you couldn't go in and out. And then uh, our guy Biden, he's, he just put a bunch of executive orders in, and Southern Cal's very – a lot of it is sometimes dependent upon outside travel. So you have to look at that as well. So it, there are factors you need to take into place. You're about to buy mm-hmm. an arbitrage business, and location is definitely one of them. You know, right. uh, Southern Cal, I'd be kind of careful. But, I mean, it'd be interesting. I, I'm, 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 I'm very interested to see the market on that. Um, I'm also interested to see if there will ever be a market for people trying to sell their business and they own the homes as well, like package deals. Because mm. I know I you – go ahead. Was it Shelby Pratt that was on our show a long time ago? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she talked about her. She had a home in Southern California that she was air, air, that she was Airbnb in, and that was before they started cracking down really bad in LA. But anyways, when she was selling her house, she she actually that she she put that you know out front. You know this makes this makes a bunch of money as an Airbnb, blah blah. blah. That was one of her selling points when she was selling it. 
Mm-hmm. If she was going to sell it fully furnished like that, ready to Airbnb day one. See, that, that's the thing I was trying to, uh... see, and I was, you know, I was trying to sell my condo like that, but it didn't work. I got what I wanted for, but I was trying to sell it as a corporate rental, but I think corporate rentals too, you have to kind of yeah. understand it. Yeah. People you have to understand know. it. They don't know what that is, you know? So if I was selling this at Airbnb, it it could possibly work. I'm interested in seeing that. Like, hey, this is a turnkey Airbnb house. And then I don't think you could upsell it, meaning I don't think people would pay more because they're just like, I just want the damn house. You know what I mean? I don't think you could, <laughs> I don't think there's a market to upsell a house. You know what I mean? It'll get um, there though. It'll you think get so? there. I think so. As as it becomes more and more popular. I but think you so. still gotta go to that. It still has to be rent it's real estate though. And you can't outprice the market, man. Because mm. that, that's been my only concern. Yeah. That's the well, real- right, well, right now, they're overpaying for everything anyways, right? I mean, houses. Exactly. They're paying like 20, 30, 40, 50 over the, to get any house. Anything that comes in to Texas, the market. For sure. yeah. In Texas, cat, wherever, you know. So you, but, okay, let's say right now, just a quick scenario. People paying 50K right now over market price, right? Mm-hmm. You think somebody could add on like, let's say another 20K and be like, oh, by the way, it's an Airbnb. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, damn, you about to pay seventy k over? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting if it did. You know? Yeah. And this is a young dude I work. I was talking to about because he was trying. He's been looking for his first home and stuff. It's been yeah. you know he's hard to find. And he said, "Yeah, we found this one. You know, we put in a bid at two hundred, but anyway, someone outbid us by like twenty thousand, and it was an all cash offer with no with no inspection clause." <laughs> and I was like, "How do you?" You what the fuck? These people in Cali, you're coming. They don't even care, man. <laughs> no inspection. You don't have a chance, man. You come with your little bank pre-approval. Ah, get out of here with that. <laughs> I guess. Dude, that's crazy, <laughs> man. Like, where was it? Where was the house? I think it was like Bedford Euless area. Yeah. In that yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean. Because I know the Californians, they're taking over Frisco, man. You go to you go to Frisco, man. I see. California tags everywhere. Even if you come down, matter of fact, if you come down 20 and 30 some days, I just see a bunch of Oregon and Washington tags. I'm like, damn. <laughs> For real, like, they're coming down just dropping cash, man. Like, yeah. and, and the funny thing is, that happened where I'm from. And like, everything got overpriced. Like, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from Oregon and Washington. California start coming up there, man, drove up the prices so crazy, dude. Like, mm. I'm talking, they'll come knock on your door and offer you two hundred thousand dollars more than what you owe on the place crazy man. it was just crazy like they ain't even doing no legwork they ain't even saying if they ain't running comps nothing just dropping cash it's like this mm. is stupid man but i mean then they go and californicate the place yeah <laughs> hey but i'll hey. say this it's good for us we own property <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah i wish we could have bought more shit yeah well you, you're buying in the right places though yeah, I'm, I'm selling once I get this 1031 done, which is almost done. It'll be done February 10th. Once that's, this is done, I can start looking for another place. I got an arbitrage coming up, and I got a couple of uh, places I'm looking to buy. So I told you, 2021, going all in, man, going all in, putting mm. all my chips on the table. So which one are you selling? Uh, the, remember the condo. Oh, you already – okay, you got yeah. that going. Okay, yeah. cool. Nice, nice. Yes. Yeah, Um. the – I've been looking for arbitrages too, right? Mm-hmm. And I've got a couple in the I've covered a couple in the pipeline I'm really strong about. One of them I'm not so strong about because the the HOA don't allow Airbnb. They allow 30 days or more. And it still might make sense as a corporate rental, but it's just I hate that Air, no Airbnb clause because you have no flexibility, right? If you don't got a corporate renter in there, then what are you gonna do to fill it yeah. in the meantime? And um and this other one I got in Dallas too, this is gonna come fully furnished, you know, for a certain for uh I think I'll pay like fourteen fifty a month for it, fully furnished mm-hmm. and nice furniture and stuff like that. And it's you know, so that so that day one, you know, I could just throw it on Airbnb day one. I don't have to I'm just gonna buy furniture, I don't have to put shit together, I don't have to pay someone five thousand dollars to do it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that is like a I think that's the best kind of deal you can find right now. If you can find a fully furnished place and then you get either, you know, manage it for them or arbitrage it. Yeah. You don't have to put any money down. You just start paying the lease day one. That's that's the big. That's the best play. You can't beat that. Man. Matter of fact, I'm happy you brought that up. Uh, one thing I would say right now is really heavy and really important. What you can do is, if you know a bunch of strategies, right? If you know a bunch of strategies, if you know how to buy a property, 
if you know how to arbitrage a property, if you know how to lease, or if you know how to uh, co-host, you can make a killing going up to these owners because you're, you're now offering multiple levels of value. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you don't want me to arbitrage you? Okay, that's cool. How about I, you, you, uh, you put it under your account and me as a co-host, I'll manage it for you, take 20%, and I'll be giving you more than what you're asking for at market rent. That way, you can do it that way. You can, man, you can say, hey, are you interested in selling? Because one of the arbitrages I'm picking up, I think she's almost interested in selling because she's like doing these renovations. And she's like, yeah, the contractor says it's going to take next month. So the next time I talk to her, I'm going to pitch like, hey, would you be interested in selling? Because it's right down the street from one of my places. So if I get it, and she's already telling me she has work to do in there, that'll be perfect for me. She's already had the contractor ready to go. So yeah. Yeah. You know what else is a good play looking at arbitrage if you're looking at like apartment complexes? Mm-hmm. Make, sh- make sure there's no on-site management. What do you mean? No, there's no like a little office, you know, or yeah. nothing that, that they, they chill, you know, that stay at and they talk to people. Oh. Yeah, when there's no on-site management, how the hell? They're not going to – somebody that owns it from California or something, right? Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> I mean – Okay, this is what I'm going to say about no on-site management. Aren't you targeting lower class areas if you're doing that? Mm, well, I guess Dallas is a mixed bag because, you know, it's it's low end and high end all mixed up. You know, it's all whatever street you turn down. I don't know. I haven't tried that in um in like Fort Worth or nothing yet. Yeah, you might be looking at a different class place. <laughs> yeah, if you do that in Dallas and Fort Worth, even like even, you know, we have a mutual friend who has a couple of you know, rundown looking places, you know, <laughs> but no, like, even. <laughs> but they have on-site management. Exactly. That, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Even they have on-site management. You start going on. Like I know a bunch of places without on-site management. I can send them to you, but yeah, they, 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 yeah, it's rough parts of the fact they ain't where you want to have it. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I, yeah, but that's very market dependent. Cause now you could get away with that on the West coast. Like Oregon and Washington, they got some good places without on-site management, like some places that you could, you know, hook mm-hmm. up. But a lot of those places, it's illegal to do it. But, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So That's fully, a good tip. Very if market. If your market has it, go ahead. Yeah, fully furnished places with no on-site management. I mean, you shouldn't have very many issues, you know. You shouldn't. I mean, does your HO, does your condos where you're, that you're selling, did that have on-site management? Well, the damn on-site management is the damn Karens up in there to see oh. everything that's going on. <laughs> that's the on-site management well they were running a prostitution ring out of there so that's yeah that a little, ex- <laughs> little extreme <laughs> but i mean other than, but now that it could be a good play if now okay you remember those uh you know those condos over by the stadium the cloisters right i hate to throw it all out there but the cloisters it's a bunch of airbnbs and those but there's no on-site management and most of the people who own there are young Mm. So they don't okay. give a damn. They just yeah, I'm making you know. that money. But but that's that's by Arlington. That's in Arlington, right? Yeah. Well, man, like I don't know. See, I don't know. I but if it's look. if it's close to the stadium, you can do it. You just have to apply for everything and have them come out and inspect your place, and then pay for the fee, pay for the yearly fee. Yeah. yeah. If it's if it's around the stadium, so one mile radius. Yeah. They have to approve you, but I mean, you, you should be fine, you know. Yeah. And if the apartment complex approves it, um. Yeah, uh, one thing I was going to say, oh, also, mom and pop, mom and pop owners are the ones to go, what I've been having the most success with, mm-hmm. like pe- mom and pop that owns a condo or, or owns a complex, something, a small complex, you know, yep. but, go, but going after the, these, these big, giant, you know, beautiful um, apartment complexes over there in Dallas, I haven't had very much luck with them at all, because mm-hmm. automatically they, they say, they're saying, um, yeah, we don't allow short-term rentals. They say that's like the first thing they say. I'm, I'm did, you ask them for, did you ask them for a corporate lease? I, I did it that way. And, and they say they don't allow subleasing at all. So, I mean, these sky rises, these, I mean, these beautiful freaking sky rise places, you know, I'm saying, oh, what if yeah, I they, get one of those, you know? Most of them have 20, I think my guy TJ always dropped this bomb. Most, matter of fact, almost all apartment complexes, they have 20% dedicated to corporate rentals. So uh, what you could do is instead of saying, hey, um, what, how many corporate leases do you guys have left to give out of your inventory? And then they'll know, you're, know you know what you're talking about, something like that. Mm. But yeah, they, they, 
it is my your pitch has to be on point with them. Right. But right. Mom, mom and pop, pop seem very response responsive yes. to it. Because even the one, remember the one I'm just telling you about, it was it's a mom and pop owner. Well, she's actually a damn doctor. Oh and nice. She just wants she just wants some passive damn income, you know. So Right, right. Yeah. And so, so you're gonna arbitrage it? Yeah, hopefully I can arbitrage it. I'm gonna see if she'll sell. But yeah, I'm gonna see if she'll arbitrage it. <laughs> I'm definitely trying to I wanna have at least my goal was to own about eight at the end of the year, but I want to own probably about 10. So we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. if we can get there. So you just tell her, man, I ain't, I ain't making the profit that I thought on that was in this place. This place is hard to rent out. You want to sell it? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see if she'll sell before I even hop in there. I have a question for you, man. And this, I'm just kind of, kind of shifting a little bit. How has the Wayfair furniture been for you? Um, I guess good. I haven't, I haven't used, I haven't been by my condos, not really since since I've got them. Cause I, you know, I, I checked them out to got. Man, I, don't, I don't even think I looked at. No, I did get to see the Fort Worth one, but I haven't really tried out the furniture or nothing like that. And I've had no complaints. Okay, no complaints it hasn't yet. been breaking. It, it hasn't. No, I haven't heard anything like that. No. Okay. Okay. Just wondering. Like, I'm and, and, go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you something funny. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of breaking furniture, um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there was a, you know, yeah, I got the ring alert, you know, one night I got the ring alert one night here at the house. And I usually, now I'm at the point where I just ignore them, but someone was like, ah, let me see what's going on. And it was, well, actually I heard the ring, the doorbell, right? Someone's ringing it. So I was like, what the fuck's ringing the doorbell at this hour? And I looked at the camera. It was the next door neighbor of, of my Dallas condo, the green dream. It was all the next door neighbor out there and like a halter top, like ringing the doorbell, knocking on the door. And of course, I mean, if you don't hit the, the little speaker thing, you can't hear what's going on. And then she like rung it again and ran inside, you know, ran inside her door. What the hell's going on? So I, I, I rewinded it, rewinded it. And I pushed the, the sound and I, and I heard some freaking, some louder Airbnb, Airbnb music going on, some romantic shit going on. And I heard like, Screaming like bloody murder, man! Like, 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 like someone was getting murdered up in that mug, and I was like, "Damn, those are my guests," you know. <laughs> and so, and, and so I sit there, and then and then she comes back out and like knocks again or whatever, and they don't they don't answer, and then I just so I just hit I just left it recording. I was like, "Dang, they're really going at it for a long time. They don't give a damn who hears, right?" And then, hold on, so hold on, let me, let me get this straight. So the neighbor was knocking on the door, I guess tell him, trying to tell him to be quiet. Trying to turn to be quiet, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this happened a couple of times. I guess they're 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 busy. They're not even paying attention to what's going on. So <laughs> and so um anyways, um I texted um I texted lo- um, my, my management company, right? And I said, Hey, um, what happens if if my guests are 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 listening to loud music and, and having a really loud romantic time? <laughs> <laughs> and they, I think their response was, you know, I think, okay, it's right before 10 o'clock. So it was right before, you know, quiet hour. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, they're just, they're, they're enjoying themselves. So the, after 10 o'clock, we'll give them a call or something, or we'll give them a text message. So th- now this is my question. Are the neighbors Airbnb guests too, or? No, the neighbors, she lives there. I feel sorry for her because oh. she lives at the end of the hallway. And then my door right beside her is an Airbnb. And the one across from me is an Airbnb. So I know she hates that shit. Mm. She came out again and like like later in like a – all she was wearing was just like a sports bra, like top, you know, uh-huh. and then like, like you know, tight pants. And she's like knocking on the door. And finally they answered. And she, I could kind of hear the conversation. Oh, you know, keep the, low, the walls are thin. Can you keep it? Oh, and then you hear like them apologize. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's all right. Blah, blah, blah. It's Airbnbs. We know. I know there's Airbnbs there. But I like she. Well, she came dressed like that. I wonder if she was just wanting to invite because she heard because she, <laughs> she heard what was going on in there. You know? to get in to see what the was going on. <laughs> Someone was handling their business in there. So I was just wondering. <laughs> You know, tag tag me in, tag me in, <laughs> tag me in, coach. Dog. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that that see, and that, that's crazy. See, now, one one thing I would say about that. That's why I like having multiple units, and I own them all. Because if let's just say she wasn't cool about it, you could have had a real life complaint on your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, that's why I like to have like. But it's a good thing the neighbors is an Airbnb, and then if hers was, that'd be perfect. But yeah. That, that would suck for somebody to live there, man. I'd be, 
I know it does suck. She's at, she got the one at the end of the hallway. And then my downstairs unit, the same situation. I'm Airbnb. The one in front is Airbnb. And the one, the the girl at the end of the hallways, you know, actual uh, resident there, tenant. a so, tenant. Yeah. See, but I wonder why they do that though. I, if I was a tenant, I just asked to be like on the other end. You know what I mean? Cause I remember how the places are spaced out. Cause those are real small walls, but if mm-hmm. you could go to the other end where it's like a little bit open space by the door, you know what I mean? Walking in, yeah, yeah. maybe it'd be a little bit better, but. Yeah. Uh, I think most of those units now are Airbnbs. There's a few. There's just a few holdouts. I think so. Yeah, I wonder if they were hit hard by COVID. Oh, I don't know. Because I think they just extended the uh, the, the. Oh the, yeah. The what is it? The moratorium. The, the moratorium on um, evictions. Yeah, yeah. When did they extend it to? I know it's at least to like June now. I believe. See, and then yeah. that's why I think it's a good time for people to start Airbnb. Also, okay. Let's say someone is, let's say someone doesn't have a tenant right now. How hard is it to find a tenant right now? You know what I mean? Think about it that way. You know, it, people probably ain't looking for housing like that. Well, in, in certain areas. And, and you know, it's, it's funny you should say that because like the, the people that were, that I'm, that I'm thinking about renting the place for fourteen fifty a month, fully furnished, internet included, water trash. The only thing I have to pay is electric. And, um, they actually, because I said, I, I kind of sent them like a, like a soft proposal. Hey, you know, if I, if I sign an 18 month lease, would I get, you know, this additionally or sign a two year lease, could this additionally, you know, I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to working uh, out a win-win situation with you guys. And so anyways, the, the, the next day we had like a little, um, like a little um, face, not a FaceTime, but just a, you know, phone call with them, with them too. And they were, and they, and she brought this up the, like the owner, and it's, it's her and her husband, I think. But she said, you know, yeah, I thought about the win-win situation things. So this is what we're thinking. We're thinking of, we, we'll just, you know, we'll just do the lease for six months at a time. And then, but we'll promise, we'll, we'll promise to have you pay the same amount, you know, for two year period. That way you don't have to sign a two year lease. And if it doesn't work out for you, you know, it won't leave you high and dry. If it doesn't work out for us either, because of, you know, our concerns or how COVID's going, blah, blah, blah. And um, then we could, you know, we could just in six months, you could be out of there. And I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's a pretty good deal. I mean, to me, that, that saves me too, right? Because I, I mean, if, if I mean, six months, I, I'm not going to be tied to a two year lease. Yeah. So in six months, she's actually made it a better deal for me because I can leave after six months if I don't want to, if I'm not making the profit I need to, uh, that I want it to be making. Plus, I didn't buy the furniture. I just leave the furniture behind. Peace out, you know. So it's actually a, a pretty good, a pretty good offer. What's your, what are your costs to get in the door? You just paying the deposit? Uh, the the deposit's three hundred bucks. Okay. And then of course you know when you move in day one you have to pay the first month's rent. They're they're also wanting me to pay the last month's rent on top of that mm. as I move in. So the all in total would be like thirty two hundred. Yeah, thirty two hundred. That ain't bad. So I I was just gonna see. Yeah, it's not too bad. And then plus when when June rolls around, it's already paid for. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I already paid it up front. Also, next question for you is, okay, what is the furniture like? Is it good furniture? Is it well no, it's, it's It's nice furniture. It's nice furniture. Yeah, it's not crappy furniture. The bed, bed's nice and firm, you know, platform bed. It's nice. And um, the only thing is, is the, the, the dining room table's glass. And, you know, a glass table, I'm kind of, it's thick glass, but oh, yeah, should be a, oh okay yeah, if it's that thick glass man that's stuff that like me and uh my guy josh we actually moved a glass table into one of his units and it's that real thick heavy glass mm. yeah, it's, it's 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 good it's good okay right. and in the corner they have like this like um it's like a little skinny china cabinet looking glass china cabinet thing the only thing i worry about is kids messing with some shit like that you know so i'm asking them set up is it set up is it set up for kids like bed bedding and all that uh well not really set up for kids no it's not yeah. really set up for kids. I'm, I'm, i mean my target would be of course travel nurses it's close to it's close to the hospitals over there medical city how so, many beds uh, and baths it's one bed one bath with full washer and dryer was yeah. it a condo or an apartment um it's kind of a it might be like a condo it might be like a condo because they all i think they're all individual owners there yeah is it legal no, they said this. Yeah, they said it's legal. Yeah. I mean, of course, I'm gonna put that in the in the contract. Of course. No, don't even put it in the. Well, yeah, put that in the contract, but also go ask her to. Hey, can you show me the legality in the bylaws? But there's, 
yeah that's true there's no on-site um there's no on-site um management company there either so i know Aaron yeah. might be the on-site <laughs> that's what you gotta worry about. <laughs> but no he he walked me around he walked uh the guy the, he, the one of the owners he, he walked me around the building and he said yeah you know you know that's airbnb that's airbnb that's airbnb. Uh, there okay was, there was a bunch of them they all had the ring cam ring doorbell cameras and they all had the the smart the smart locks on the doors. So you could tell it was mostly Airbnbs. No, those one bedrooms oversaturated. Um, I'm gonna tell you something that's going on in Houston. Go ahead. You know, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't just found most most of the travel nurse um, that I've that I've seen the travel nurse posts are all looking for one bedrooms. I mean, there, there's the no, occasional I mean, ones looking for two bedrooms. No, no, no. I mean, like, is the market of one bedrooms oversaturated? That's a good question, man. I mean, that's a good question. I still think most people would rent one bedrooms coming to town. No, no, I, I know they'd rent them, but the saturation, there's, there's, like, is it like a whole flux of, of you know what I mean? Because right, what right. we're running into, this is what we're running into in Houston. There's so many one bedrooms in the area that we're in. I wasn't getting booked for my one bedroom. Well, two of them, they're booked long term, and then I just booked my two bedroom, my two bedroom till damn near the end of April. So nice. those three are booked, but the two that aren't moving, they're regular. I'm right. Trying to get a corporate traveler in there, but the two that aren't moving, I'm pricing at like 60 something dollars a night on some nights and they're still not getting booked. Right. So me and my mm-hmm. guy, my guy, Norm, we start going through and doing like, like seeing what's going on. These people is so many one bedrooms down there. These people are like the ones next to us. They're charging like $40 a damn night. Mm-hmm. So they're, undercutting the shit out of us mm. which is cool right now because we're booked long term we have other places to take over but i'm like damn dude 40 dollars a night i mean the, it's cheap because um the uh right now it's, it, it's cheap because of one of the season january is usually slow but and also the rents are cheap i'm assuming too because if they're charging 40 dollars a night even if you get 10 nights what that's 400 bucks so Multiply that by four, 40 times 30. Shit, that ain't that much money. No, plus all the fees and taxes and everything. No, it ain't much. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, these people are charging $40 a night. So that's one thing I would say to look for. Like, see what people are charging in areas and then, like, then hop in. You know what I mean? So yeah. we have two that are moving kind of slow, but I'm like, we're, they're, they're undercutting us by, like, $20 a night. So, so how could you remedy that? I know they always say add value where, where people are trying to uh-huh. race to the bottom in pricing. How do you add value? I'm happy you, you brought you into that. So we're adding value by, we just added, we just partnered with a luxury car uh, Turo guy. We partnered with a luxury Turo guy and he's going to allow us to list his Turo cars on our, our site and give people who book with us access to those at a little bit of a discount. Um, but what I'm really doing, honestly, is I'm trying to rent these places out long-term to corporate travelers. And I'm having a pretty good, uh, we got, out of fact, oh, by the way, I also partnered with a company called, uh, a company that's out of Rosenberg, Texas. I partnered with them, got a lease with them, and they're going to actually send one of their people to the two bedroom. And then she goes, we have a lot of people coming to town. So that's the next two that are up. We got, we got, I got a connection to the um, housing manager. Mm. So it's just about making connections, man. Make connections, make connections. Because like right now, I'm like, damn. I'm like, I wonder if Dallas is like that, you know. But what I do know, though, there is a heavy market for two-bedroom, two-bath. In, in Houston, anyway. So I would definitely, two-bedroom, two, like we, we like, sat down and had a business meeting. We're like, look, we're only doing two-bedroom, two-bath from there on out. Maybe you can sell your arbitrages down there. And then uh, just- well, no, I don't really want to sell them. I just want to well, get more. But I mean, I sell to- the one-bedrooms and buy two-bedrooms or get into two-bedrooms. That is something to look at. See if you could like see how much you can make off of them. But same thing, same time. I don't have any rent roll, like profitable rent roll to sell them off. Yeah, but young punks don't don't know anything about that. <laughs> the youngsters trying to get in. That's oh, true. cool yeah, starter. Yeah, Airbnb ready to go. Hell yeah. Yeah, goes, I can sell them for ten G's. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Why not, man? Sell them each for ten G's. Take the ten. Get two. Get a couple of uh, two bedroom, two bath. It's the 80-20 rule, right? Yeah. So 20% of your things are going to make 80% of your money. And so, so try to pare down those the, the dogs. Try to get rid of the dogs. <laughs> true. Yeah. I don't know. It's something to think about. Something to think about. Because it's so many – so ex- you got to have multiple extra strategies. But my main strategy right now, I'm like, I can get them booked long term. I ain't tripping. 
man, there was this beautiful, beautiful two bedroom um, condo I was going to go look at over there in um, like Cedar Springs area in Dallas, you know, it was a nice area. And um, actually what the freak happened, you know, I had, I had all my, you know, saved ones on Zillow. So I went to the one that was a two bedroom, but it was actually the people that, you know, that were telling, they were like, Hey, where are you at? I thought you were here. Yeah, I'm here at the, at the, at the place at the, the two bedroom. He goes, no, no, the, ours is the one bedroom condo over here. Said, oh crap. Well, let me see. Let me call this person that has the two bedroom. I called her and I said, Hey, you know, I'd like to see the place, but I'm already here. And she's like, Oh, well, um, yeah. So what <laughs> she asked me, so what are your intentions with the, with the renting a place? I was like, Ah, uh, you know, I do corporate, you know, corporate rentals and uh, traveling professionals. And I give her my whole pitch. Uh, yeah, we can't do um, subleases or Airbnbs here. We, 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 it used to be an Airbnb and then the HOAs shut us down. And so, <laughs> so I was like, man, I was like, that was a beautiful one though, too. I mean, you can get it for a really good price, but it's no point. You can't do nothing with it, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. That, that, those. But they had an onsite, big old onsite office right there too. So <laughs> that's. See- I'm happy. You, matter of fact, if I run into any in Dallas, if I run into any in Dallas, I'm gonna let you know. Like that don't have on-site management. That's in a decent neighborhood. I'll let you know for sure. I ain't think about that. Go for it. the only reason I had never thought about it because I just knew they were in some bad neighborhoods. But yeah, I'll mm. definitely send them to you. Yes, sir. Let me see. Daily tasks. Oh, I think I mentioned this on the last show. Daily tasks will pro- propel you forward. Oh hell yeah! And, and, and so um, I started a thing. Where I would um, this, I started last week. I think last last Monday or so. Where where I said, okay, I need to do something where I'm just like I'm scatterbrained, just doing different things every single day. Let me try to focus. And so what I did was I started writing down, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna reach out to ten apartment complexes every single every single day, right? Send mm-hmm. them emails or whatever, and then. Also, I'm, I'm going to follow up with the 10 that I did from the previous day. And I'm going to physically make fi- five phone calls a day and talk to somebody about, about mm-hmm. you know, arbitrages and, uh, you know, the corporate release thing and stuff like that. And so I was doing that every single day. And, of course, most of them were coming back, you know, we can't do that here. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. But I started getting a lot of responses of people saying, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. You know, let's, let's set up a day. And I was like, damn. So I went on like three freaking tours that first week. You know, I was like, man, I can't just be coming to Dallas every day. So I got to, it, it worked out. It worked too good. So I guess, I guess a lot of people say, Mark, just do your goals, you know, follow them and you're going to get all this. Yeah. But then what happens when everything starts pouring in too much, you know, then you got to recalibrate and say, okay, I'm only going to go to Dallas one, one day a week and I'm going to knock out three or four tours that same day. You know what I'm saying? You got to kind of, cause otherwise you're just going to get too much work and just going to compound on you and you can't really, it, you're drowned in, in so much uh, business coming your way, you know? Yeah. You got to, that's when you start hiring shit out. You go tell some, you teach somebody youngster, Hey, Hey, go look at these apartments for me. Make, see if they work. That's what I have in Arkansas. I have boots on the ground. Boots on the ground is very important. So then they want to do pictures, take pictures of it, do videos of it, tell you what it's like. And then you train them up, send it back to you. You ain't doing no tours. You just signing leases. You know, that's what you got to get. Yeah. You got to start, you got to start getting stuff with your time and not, you know what I'm saying? Get stuff with, with your money and not with your time. That's a great, that's a great fucking thing, man. Cause you know, we cuss on this show, whatever. (laughs) You you should say that. Cause I've been telling all the, cause there's, there's, we've had, um, like a, a lot of new hires coming through, you know, for mm-hmm. America or where I work at American, a lot of youngsters. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know? So I started talking to them and they, they kind of know me, but I'm the Airbnb guy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Hey, you know, you should, you should start getting in on that. Oh yeah. I thought I always thought I want to try that, blah, blah, but I don't have any money, man. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I said, like, Oh, it's, it's funny. You should say that, you know, there you go. <laughs> and I started telling them about the, about the arbitrage thing. Man, you like, what? Yeah. Yeah, but they're like right away. You can do that. <laughs> that man, even... You can get some cheap, ad, man. You can get some cheap help on Facebook Marketplace, man. It's a bunch of young people out no jobs, man. They, shit, go look at this place. Send me pictures. I'll pay you this much. Shit, yeah. man, I'll pop over that. <laughs> and, and go ahead and furnish it for me too while you're there. <laughs> we got a bunch of little ways, you know what I'm saying? I know because once you that work stuff, because I do. I told you I do three tasks a day, like. I have tasks all the way up until the 12th of next month that I have, I'm ready for. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. it's about just doing those three tasks a day. And what does it compound, man? You start noticing results. Once you get those results, man, cha-ching. 
I'm telling you. So, so the hardest part, the, the most pricey part of the arbitrage game is, is furnishing the damn thing, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, because everything else is just a lease and hopefully you can get people in there day one and you can start, you know, they start paying for your lease for you. Yeah. But just, just chipping away because most of the time, if you're going to spend five grand furnishing a spot, you, you're not going to realize, I mean, hope, maybe in five months you'll break even, right? Four or five months you'll break even or six months, depending on how much you're making. So yeah. that's, that's if that's the hardest part to figure out. That's why I've been, I've been trying to hit up these furnished places. And this is the thing about, I'm happy you brought that up. This is the thing about when you're choosing to arbitrage, you have to choose, you have to look at it from a goal perspective and time perspective. You have to look at it as, do I have the time to set this up? If not, then yet now you have to set it up with your money. You know what I mean? Or if you have the time, you can run around these little cheap thrift shops and go get some stuff, furnish it for, you know how we used to talk, hell, we used to furnish these places for three, five thousand, three to five thousand dollars ready to go. But guess what? I don't think that's really efficient anymore, especially in the one bedroom, one bath market, Mm -mm. because it's too much competition out there. You got to look different, like how you have the green dream Dallas. I have the uh, minor themed in Houston. My my one bedrooms are themed as well. You got to kind of go outside the box. So this might cost you a little more than that three to five thousand. And then on top of that, I have a branding and marketing stuff that I put in there. I I have custom mats, custom my name on certain things to kind of to get the branding up. It's been working pretty well. So that that three to five k, I don't think it works anymore in the one bedroom Mm -hmm. one bath space. So. Mm. And, and it's about looking at it like if you have the time to go around to these little Kmart's targets and pick up stuff, you can do it. But how fast can you scale that? You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. Now, now some of the youngsters at work, they say, oh, you know, like this, this, this one, this one girl in particular, she was like, oh, I love design and this and that. I was like, I show her my places. She's like, she's like, I was like, yeah, it costs about, you know, five grand. What? That costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I said, well, how much could you do one for I probably 1500 to 2000 i was like well shit you can do my next one <laughs> you know i'm trying to but how fast can you do it that's yeah you know that's always a thing but yeah you're right you're right you're right you're because right. that that's what i have to like because when you're starting off that that process works to the t that process works like getting one but when you're trying to scale it starts coming like damn i'm gonna have to take a little money out of my pocket you know what i mean now, now check this out. And and I, you know, Sarah and her team, they're freaking do phenomenal job, right? But and this is this is the thing, you know, they, they charge a decent penny. It depends on who you're talking to, because then some designers will say, Man, you should she should be charging a lot more. But anyways, it's a big chunk, it's a nice chunk of change. And I'm like, man, I hate wasting all that talent on something that I'm just gonna have for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I bought a condo, I'd say here, here's the keys, make it badass. Cause I own the thing. It's gonna be mine and she's gonna set something up that's gonna last a long time. Unless I keep unless I get an arbitrage to keep re up and yeah, re up and re up. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, but I don't it feels and you brought and you brought up something that, that set the internet on fire the other day. You said, you know, arbitrage versus buying. And you said I could arbitrage a place for this amount or I can buy a place for this amount and everybody went crazy on you. What 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 was that? Go explain that. <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying the startup cost of an arbitrage versus startup cost of buying. I told them my last arbitrage, if I really just look at the numbers, it cost almost $10,000 to set it up. One bedroom, one bath. The house that I bought, which is three bedrooms, one bath, cost me four grand total out of pocket because of how I bought the house. Now, what people, I think what people end up kind of thinking is, I'm not telling you one's better than the other. I'm just telling you the, the, the pros and cons. If I know how to, if I know how to buy correctly, I can come out of. Some people do uh, buy houses and set them up on Airbnb and spend nothing out of pocket just because of how they set them up. Um, the the one that I just did, we spent four thousand out of pocket because of how because of our numbers. But still, which is better value, a three bed one bath for four thousand or one bed one bath for almost eight? And you don't own it. You don't own it. You don't own it. <laughs> yeah. Now I have immediate equity. And as a matter of fact, it's on a 15-year lease. In five years, that thing got the bank rolling. Mm. So how did you buy a house for $4,000? Burr method, baby. Buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. Love it. <laughs> so I bought the house at like 50% of the ARV. Put $20,000 with the... I bought it for $48,000. Put $24,000 worth of work into it. 24,000 furniture, everything refinanced it, got all my money back. 
well, not um, all of that. It came out like four thousand short, so four thousand mm-hmm. dollars out of pocket. And other than that, got it up and rolling. Nice, it makes nice. money for me. It cash flows damn near two grand a month. <laughs> oh, almost free. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it's it's just how it's about knowing both sides, man. Knowing both strategies is the, is the play. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm wondering if you could do that so successfully over there. Why are you even messing with arbitrages here? Um, well, you have to look at it like this. When you're doing the burst strategy, you're buying with your time and not with your money. So it takes me, mm. let's say it takes me two months just to get it up. Then I have to wait another four months just to refinance it, recoup everything that I just spent. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So here I'm just buying more with, I, I get arbitrages up with more of my money, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's funny you ask. Um, I'm actually trying to, I'm about to, I'm about to get real cash heavy because I'm about to start, uh, um, I might start just picking up arbitrages in Arkansas, but I am going to do a few here, but I am noticing if I do more here, the two bedrooms are going to cost me a little bit more. So the next two bedroom I do, I do kind of see if I, if I do it here, let's see if I can get Sarah on it, but we'll see. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you're all in on the two bedrooms now. Yeah. 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 If I arbitrage anything, it's going to be two bedrooms, two bedrooms yeah. up. Now, when you when you mentioned value play, what I what I automatically thought of because I'm really I'm really trying to attract these um, travel nurses, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's a big play, especially my Fort Worth one where I can't Airbnb. And so I'm thinking, how would I make this? And I even thought about naming it like you know, Travel Nurse Haven or something like that. That automatically, wow, you know, this place is built for me. Got blackout curtains in the rooms, mm-hmm. really really comfortable bed. You know, splurge a little on the bed. And then um, like, I was thinking, what else could I do? And, and even one of the travel nurses I was there, at, you know, oh, you know, you got a little coffee maker. That's fine. But I, I'm a big coffee person. Maybe if you get a Keurig or something like that next, you know, for, for my next day, because she plans on coming back. She really liked the place. And so making these like amenities that are really make it easy for travel nurses, you know, they come in, they plop a freaking Keurig thing and hit, hit the start button. They got their coffee. You know what I'm saying? They got, yeah, they got a nice, comfortable bed, blacked out room. They could rest really good. This is my thing with targeting travel nurses in particular. Um, they get a little finicky when you target them because they, they sometimes come in a little on the cheap side. Now, my question is, how much was that travel nurse paying you for that one bedroom? The the one that just left? Yeah. She, uh, well, actually, she stayed three weeks for like 1500 bucks. Okay. So it's almost, I guess you average out to over 2000 for the month that she was going to do. That was my last okay. Airbnb guest. Okay. So okay. that came through, that came across the Airbnb wire. So I would have, I would have got more. The so next you, one's paying 2000 a month. Okay. So 2000 a month. Now, I'm going to have you kind of look at this. Now, if you're, I'm going I'm to get to your point, but I'm going to bring you to something to think about. If you're, you said you're looking at a place to arbitrage for 1400 a month, right? So, <clears throat> Right. Just, just your lease alone, that leaves you, let's just say they're paying 2000 That leaves you with a $600 spread. Now mm-hmm. add in your utilities. What's Which your I'll, spread? Yeah, I'll, I only have to pay electric at that place. Oh, you're good. Then, so, so, yeah, that might, I mean. Plus electric, you're good. Okay, so what I was going to say was when you want to bring value to a travel nurse, a lot of that comes with branding. I notice travel nurses pay more if you're branded. So the ones that I've been getting and been paying, like, a little bit more, I'm like shocked. It's when I tell them, hey, we're ShareBnB, come to our property. Here's our website. You can book through us. Because I set my website up now where you can book monthly stays or you can book uh, nightly stays through Airbnb or through me, or you can do a monthly stay through our uh, Cozy. So they can do it all on one site, on our ShareBnB site. Um, but when they see that and they see the product that they're getting, mm-hmm. they don't have any problem paying a higher amount. But the, the things that I put in there um, – uh, what we do, we do, we just, man, we, we my, my staff is off the chain. Like my staff that's down there, they keep the place super clean. They're always going to be clean. They can get over there if something's needed. Um, we got Keurig. We, we give them water. When they check in, they're going to have a refrigerator full of water, mm-hmm. um, Keurig cups. Um, we, I think we do a Keurig and we do a coffee maker. We have coffee for them sitting out in the basket when they check in. Um, it's just having little small touches, man. You can find all types of things. Um, like the blackout curtains, that was a good one. Um, just finding out what they need. Quiet, if it's, tell them, hey, this is a quiet place, you know, let them know. It's, and like you said, to name it, the Traveler's Nurse Haven or whatever. But um, I would definitely say, like, my whole goal in 2021 is branding. 
you got to brand yourself. You can't be an Airbnb listing. If you're an Airbnb listing, that's all you're going to be is an Airbnb listing. You're just going to be one of their numbers. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. You have to brand yourself. Uh, I, I tell people, I have a direct booking website. So if I go to you and you tell me who you are, you are branded. I know who you are. You know what I mean? Um, whatever your company is, name is, make sure you have a website to that. Mm, I like that. Yeah. It, it, it kind of brings me to something that, that I thought about. Well, it happened today, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has nothing to do with Airbnb, but, you know, SEO, search engine optimization, right? Mm-hmm. I guess it does have, you know, it, it translates to that too, but I'm getting to that. There's a, there's a show, I even told you about this guy, it's called Sweaty Startup. You know, he tells people how to start up your own business. Well, it don't matter what it is, you know, this is how you can be successful. He goes, because a lot of these businesses that are out there, you know, youngsters never want, don't really want any part of, you know, it's older generation running these places. And for example, a rock hit my windshield the other day, made a little freaking, like, nicked it, you know? So it's like made a little quarter size nick and it's starting to spread because it's getting cold. So I, I got home today and I was like, okay, I need to handle this. So I started calling, I started looking up on Google and the first three, well, <laughs> it's so funny. The first one was just a, it was like a, you know, when you make a phone call and it sounds like it's, remember back in the day when it sounds like it's busy, like, eh, 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 mm-hmm. like that makes the busy dial, which yeah. fuck, who has those phones anymore? And, and it's just, and the picture was just a picture of his house. That was his business, right? Mm-hmm. The next one was another picture of the house. And, and a guy answered, you know, dogs barking in the background. He goes, yeah, yeah, we're just a hundred percent mobile place. So we can come out there for 80 bucks and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to call a couple more places. And, you know, at least he answered, called a couple more places, no answer. And finally got a hold of a place by me that, that had a business. And they said, yeah, you can just come by and just come through the gate and, you know, we'll, we'll hook you up and for 50 bucks, whatever. And so I'm like, the first four businesses like on the, on Google are, they weren't even answering their phone. One of them was a busy signal. The dude that answered is, he's answered, he's the, he probably he's the owner you know he drives around in a truck no professionalism he just answers the phone like he's answering like in his kitchen and it's like and so he's with that, that guy is um, from the sweaty startup he goes if you know anything about seo you could dominate your market like at any pretty much any business in your area you could be number one in like a week you can be number one business that people all the phone calls are going to come to you and yeah. you can dominate any business because these old school businesses don't know how to do that no they don't yeah, that, that's why I'm I'm big. Like Arkansas, I dominate the SEO. <laughs> and I'm about to dominate it to a point where these people are asking for arbitrages, they're about to get no's and I'm giving the yeses. Because <laughs> they ain't as professional as I look, and I know it. So like the, when I sent that lady that letter, uh, when I sent her everything, she's like, oh, damn, this is a real company. So she, you know, so she knows. So, yeah, man, that, that that's branding is huge. Branding also helps you pick up units. Remember that. Right, right, right. It helps right. you pick up units, so dope. Uh, that's yeah. So yeah, it's pretty interesting, man. So yeah, get to get a house for four grand, four grand, man, four k. So so yeah, so you you all in? You're not buying any houses? Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Um, like I said, me and me and Federico partnering up. Mm-hmm. You know, doing our thing and getting some arbitrages and stuff like that, and getting some cash flow. I said after we get a certain amount of money where we can get a down payment on a house, that's when I'll, that's when we can get a house, you know. Why don't y'all and, do like a burr? No yeah. money out your pocket. Buy with your time while you're doing the arbitrages. See, that's yeah. what I like. That's my big thing. Like well, I ain't gotta spend no money on it. Then well that's the go ahead. That's the thing. Well, actually, yeah. So you're saying like maybe refi one of my houses and then get another house with that money, or is that what well, you're saying? Do a hard money loan. Is that what you did? The hard money? Uh, well, I, I had a refi. So I oh, used okay. refi. You could refi too. I, yeah, but yeah. I don't, unless you have enough equity to pull out, get a whole house here, then run like a, you know, run a, run the rehab on it. Mm-hmm. So right now, actually, that's one thing I'm working on. I'm trying to get, my goal is to have a half a million in funding this next, throughout this year. So I can be mad burn just going on, you know, on it. So you're all in in the in the times of COVID. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I, I just you just gotta buy right, buy right. Mm-hmm. You know, buy right. Cause yeah, if I, that's what I'm so. And that's what I'm gonna start really teaching people is how to do both, how to arbitrage and buy at the same time, so you're constantly, you know, moving. Cause once you'll notice when you're burning, the rehab process. That's that's the time you're sitting there 
kind of twiddling your finger, you know, and then you go pick up some arbitrage in the meantime. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of crazy, like, especially right now, because like cities like Arlington or whatever that that shut down Airbnb. And and now they're going to be stuck with a big problem because all these homeowners that in places like that have no choice but to long-term rent it. And there's this moratorium that they keep extending and extending. People ain't paying rent. People are going to start losing these houses. They're sitting on a time bomb here, man, because because they, they're not allowing someone to do something like Airbnb where they could at least get through these times, you know, Airbnb in their house, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just, ah, it's a sad situation. And I'm happy you brought that up. So I, I didn't realize the house across the street, this guy's been living there since we moved in, right? But I didn't know he was renting. Um, so he ended up moving out not too long ago. He moved out uh, probably a couple months ago, a few months ago, actually, he moved out. And we didn't know he was renting. It took them like four or five months just to find some, well, longer than that. He probably moved out about four or five months. It took them a long time to find a renter. Mm. And the people who are renting from California. Mm. <laughs> so, and and that, that kind of goes back to the point of are locals really looking for places to rent right now? You know, if it took that long, mm-hmm. that's, that's four or five months. Cause me, Shit, if it was legal, I would have went over there and seen if I could arbitrate. You know what I mean? Something, because I know you, you're losing money if the place ain't. It's just sitting vacant for four Oh, months. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big money, time. So. Mm. so hopefully, yeah, hopefully these um, cities wake up and start at least letting us incorporate, you know, short-term rentals a little bit. Arlington ain't. I already know that. <laughs> they just, man, like, you know, and, and I, I, I like that proposal you just said. Even if you see if times are tough for people and people ain't paying – Rent, but you know the damn politicians, they probably hoping everybody fails anyway so they can go buy up the houses. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that foreclosure list. <laughs> oh man, I wouldn't put it past them. What <laughs> what, what did um what did um Alvin say last week? He goes, You waiting for Biden to save your ass? He ain't gonna save you. <laughs> you gotta get out there and hustle. That's what I'm doing, man. I'm out there now, getting hustle on. Tell people how to spend their stimmy where they can start making making some money with it. How much is they stimmies? Well, they got that $600 one, but then there's supposed to be a $1,400 one coming also, which would be $1,400 for each head of the household and then, like, I don't know, $600 for each kid. Oh, however they do it. It's going to be it. Yeah, it's going to be it. Throw it in the stock market or shit. Go get some arbitrages like Stimmy's doing. Go get you a fully furnished place. Shit, $1,800 might give you what? Might give you a couple. Of, might give you one, furnished, furnished one. But you know what I'm saying. But all you need is one. Invest in something. Start something with saying. it. Straight up, invest in something. People are over there looking for new cars to buy and shit like that. Oh man, I see hey, this. Get them as long as you're gonna put them on higher car or Turo. <laughs> yeah, that's how I look at it. Man. See, that's another play. Oh, you, you've been you've been teasing about wanting to get into Turo. Uh, I want to look more into higher car. I'm looking more into that. You know, um, so hire car, if people don't know, it's just where you rent a car, you, you own a car and you lease it to people that want an Uber. So, you know, so that, that's one, one play I'm looking into. So I'm going to see, I'm going to test the market out around here and see what's up. Hmm. Um, but that's what I am telling people though, this year, get your business credit on point. Uh, this year I have really, just these last few months, I have really seen the power in business credit and it is crazy mm. crazy crazy power in business credit so definitely do that nice nice it's a good show man yeah 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 good show man we talked a lot of, a lot of subjects um hopefully something that's really touched somebody to go out there and get their hustle on because yeah we definitely dropped a lot of gems on this one <laughs> all right where can folks find us you can find us on instagram at live let thrive find us on instagram uh i'm always on club well, i ain't been on clubhouse in a few days i've been hustling but yeah clubhouse join our live let thrive club um email us live let thrive at gmail.com if you have any questions uh lenders hit us up i'm definitely looking for some lenders if there are any lenders that need that have four month a, a seasoning period less than six months i'm looking for them so hit me up um so yeah you can find us on there and remember to follow us subscribe leave a like leave a comment on our youtube Cool. And find me at short term rental 
Profit Academy. I'm out there, you know, hustling with Jasper and them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sign up under me. Get a whole. I don't think you get like two hundred, three hundred, or three hundred dollars off something like that. It's on the link. We'll leave a link yeah. for it. Link is and, down there actually. A link is in the uh, yeah. Bio. Link link is in the bio. Plus, uh, oh, on the you know we do like a I guess kind of a mastermind every every Tuesday. We did we we uh, the ho- the CEO of of of, um, of your porter was on there. So we were asking. I need him. I got to talk. <laughs> we'll get him on our show. We'll get him on our show. Yeah, get him on the I, show. Federico told me what questions to ask. So I asked him a couple questions. I asked him one that relates to you because, or, you know, and Federico too, because about the, about being able to, um, because be, being able to do uh, pre-approvals and um, instant book at the same time on, on your porter. And that's coming down the pipeline. So is you'll oh, be turning off instant book on the right. uh, direct website yeah that and another one is the pictures man he needs a picture uploader those things are terrible <laughs> those are the two things i'm worried about but other than that your porter is the truth though like yeah. after i seen the power in it your porter is the truth you can put 3d virtual tours on there yeah get with your porter i'm telling you it's very powerful people just don't know use a lot of the power that's in it he's in the group i'll, I'll holler at him get him on our show yeah, yeah yeah just be like yeah yeah hop on the llt show <laughs> It's all good, man. It's abundance mentality. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, see y'all on the flip. We are out. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.